my nice to friend. Nice to you first. <laughs> yes, great. My friend will join us any minute now. Um, All right. Let me introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Reza and I'm a software engineer. Uh, me and my friend, uh, I mean Ali. Ali will join us. Uh, uh, we have been trying for a long term to produce uh, English video podcasts with people from all around the world, like Brazil, uh, like Colombia, South of America, some countries from Europe. Uh, and we had a lot of sessions with all of them. Uh, those sessions uh, are, were so cool because we, we got to know about their countries, their cultures, customs, and, and everything. And especially about Brazil. Brazil is a so great country. Whenever yeah. uh, we have a new conversation with people from Br Brazil, we hear uh, a new, we, 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 we hear a lot of new information. Uh, it's a really great country. Yeah, it is. Uh, as you perfectly said, uh, Brazil is huge. Uh, I think you could spend a lifetime traveling around and you don't get to know the whole place. It's like something that is a continental sized country, right? And uh, for example, I am I live in Espírito Santo, which is the state northern Rio, you know. Although I was born in Rio, but I was raised, I grew up and I live here in Espírito Santo, more precisely in the capital of Espírito Santo, Vitória. And to be honest, I don't intend to go back to Rio never again in my life. Okay. Uh, but man, even here in Espírito Santo, that is not exactly a touristic speaking known place. It is a very beautiful and incredible place. And it's just like uh, people don't know this. People don't come here so often as they go to Rio, as they go to Sao Paulo, for example. It seems that people who come to Brazil, the only two places that exist is Rio, most likely, most of them, and Sao Paulo for people who will travel to work most like you know yes you, you know uh, in fact uh, people uh, all around the world um, know the brazil with rio with, with that big statue <laughs> you know, this is a sign of the brazil i think is that right yeah uh, uh, for example to be honest like in rio rio has a very interesting Thing. I even posted on my podcast about it, uh, which is about the, 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 the Rio's uh, speech accent, right? I even posted about it because it, although people may think this accent from Rio yeah. does not come from Brazil. It's not a Brazilian thing. Uh Sorry, sorry. Let me let me uh, share the link with my friend. Okay. You know, just a minute. Uh, I I want to find the the link of our conversation. I can't find it here. <laughs> let me see if I can help. 
Yeah, me neither. To be honest, the first time I ever had like a Zoom video yeah, conference, I, like Zoom or Skype. I think I've find it. Yes. Yes, I've just sent to my friend the invitation link. And also, let me just a minute. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry for interruption. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello there. I'm very well. Thanks for asking. How are you? Hey, Ali. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. What's up? Um, what's your name? What should I call you? Uh, just call me Bruno. That's fine. Bruno. Okay. That's my first name. Bruno. Actually, that that's the easiest Brazilian name I've heard so far. You know. <laughs> uh, more precisely, this name is Italian. <laughs> oh, this is Italian. Oh it's yeah, Italian because of the the. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that sounds like. I, I usually, I usually, it, it's funny because I my first name is Italian, but I'm from a Portuguese family. I was born in Rio, but I live in Espírito Santo. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So and uh, this is exactly what we are doing. You know, we need more people like you. You know, you, you yourself are a whole package, an international package. <laughs> <laughs> we can learn a lot about you. Um, yeah, well, I don't know but, if there is so much to learn about me, but I think I can help you with a lot of things about the place I live. <laughs> I, I'm certain there are so many things that people want to learn and, you know, they want to listen and they want to learn about you. Uh, that's why we invite people, you know. A lot so, of people... Uh, want to hear these kind of conversations. So, <clears throat> uh, guys, I, I unfortunately, I won't be able to uh, keep the conversation with you like more than 30 minutes. Okay, so I, I, I got to go somewhere. And um, but uh, but I, I'll be I'll be here for around 40 minutes. So um, it was it, it's really great uh, to see how many people from Brazil, you know, the last talk we had, Bruno, was just uh, who who was it with? Reza? Uh, Loritza, Loritza, yeah, from Bahio, Bahio, is that right? Bahia, 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 yeah. Sorry, Bahia. <laughs> Bahia. Yeah. Uh, Bahia, Bahia is the state up north, Spirit Santo. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, if, you take, coffee. If, you, if you take the map, there is like a Bahia, and you go to the south, it's Espírito Santo, where I live, and you go to the south, it's Rio. Okay, so I you should be born. really close to Rio, right? Yes, technical. yes, it is. Uh, if I take a car right now, and here in Brazil, it's 3 p.m., I can't, I can't get by Rio State, like across the border in, I don't know, three and a half hours, maybe four. Mm, so that, that that's close, like 400 kilometers or so. Less uh, than that. Okay, so that's really. Close. I consider I consider this three uh, three and a half four hours mostly because of traffic. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, I've heard something about uh, Rio from um, someone in Brazil, Larissa, the lady that we talked before, and she said something easy that I, I you know I, I I found it really hard to believe. 
She said that uh, in Rio, there are the safe zones, the tourist zones, that the tourists go and, you know, they stay safe. But if you exit, if you try to cross the safe zone, there are, there are like, there are people who you are... You'll be shot. <laughs> you'll be, you know, not shot, but I mean, like, somehow it's, it's dangerous if you just go there alone. Yeah, not not far from the truth. To be honest, uh, the untold truth about Rio, sadly to say, but the untold, untold truth about Rio, Rio lives a civil war without being labeled it. Really? Yes. So there are real rebels out there? Uh, I would say not rebels or anything like we see around the world as uh, civil war in the terms of like rebellion people against uh, army or population against population. It's more something related to uh, drug dealing and organized crime, you know. They took over a part of the city, most likely the favela part. They took over, you know, law as we would like to be doesn't exist there. So oh, this so would be like a, the, the safe zone that she's talking about. Okay, I, so. I watched I watched the City of God movie before. I think that movie was maybe maybe was shooted in in Rio. Is that right? Yeah, shooting in Rio. That movie was shot in Rio and other places as well. Okay, and, but the crime rate must and, be really high there. Well, uh, man, if you want to see something like what happens in Rio, try to watch both movies, Tropa de Elite. Um, that no. that's real. That was that was a Spanish or something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to to be honest. I don't know if the movie when it went to other countries out of Brazil. I don't know how it was named, but in Brazil it's Tropa de Elite. I think in English it was uh, uh, like squad, some squad force team or something. Uh-huh. You know. It shows exactly how the corruption is inside the police, inside the government, and how things are going on, like in the favelas, in this uh, not safe zone that Larissa has talked about to you. Okay, that's, that's really good to know because uh, you know when I was younger, I remember I had this uh, these magazines that I really read about the festivals and everything in in Brazil and. Uh, one thing that I always had in mind was to come to Brazil and uh, just just enjoy Rio de Janeiro with all the parrots and everything there. But, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I really can imagine. But tell me, uh, tell you the truth. It's not the only thing that you can find in Brazil. I live in a state, as I, as I was talking to Raza, I live in a state that is like beautiful, amazingly beautiful and um, it's not where it's not people don't come here you know people just don't come here and to be honest i think this is something that we here enjoy this not coming because we don't want our state and i can tell this our state because i was raised here I was just born in Rio, but I was raised here. And we don't want our state to become another Rio. 
And uh, have you, like, I mean, the authorities, have they taken any actions against uh, the... I yeah, know, to the help client? them. <laughs> to help the criminals. That's what they do. So I, I, you know, that sounds like you are a huge fan of your government. <laughs> <laughs> not a, uh, uh, to be honest, I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of any government. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, you know, what I always tell friends from other countries that, you know, if you think your country is like corrupted or so, then you haven't been to hell yet. Yeah, let me show you something. This is a national a state park here in my country, in my state. It's a state park called, in Portuguese, it's called Pedra Azul. Literally translated would be the blue stone, literally speaking. Okay, this is an image of this place. Oh my God. What's that huge thing in the middle? Is that a yeah, mountain? Yeah, it's also? also it's all yeah. That's a mountain. It's also uh, nicknamed by the lizard stone. Yeah, that sounds like it. Th that looks like a lizard on the mountain. That's why it's called lizard stone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. And, yeah. And this park is like uh, I don't know a hundred miles away from my house. Wow, that looks yes, really. I, cool. I think in Brazil has uh, has a, a lot of strange uh, lizards, like Draco lizards. <laughs> Do those lizards which are flying, is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> really? We have, we have, we, here we do have flying cockroaches, but lizards I haven't seen. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I uh, saw in a, in, a, in a, I think, BBC documentary, which was shooted in Amazon rainforest, and uh, I saw a kind of Draco lizard. You know, they're, they're, in fact, yeah, they're, you... they were jump and then they were flying. It was, <laughs> I, I was really I, amazed. I, I must say that, like, biology is not exactly my thing. You know, I'm not. I'm, not that I don't like it. I just don't know much. <laughs> For example, uh, this is another place that I visited sometimes. Uh, this is an all, this is also a very beautiful nature state of arts thing. Uh, the name in Portuguese is called Ufragia Freira. If I translate it literally, it would be something like uh, the nun and the little priest, you know. And it's this. Yeah. That, that, that really looks like uh, the Mary is holding Jesus Christ. Yeah, but people say... Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, this is... Uh, the, we call it the nanny. The, na the nun, sorry. The nun yeah. and the little priest. Yeah, the nun you know? and the little priest. Yeah. That, that really... That is self-explanatory. You know, it, it explains yeah. itself. That, that's so... And... I rode, I, I practiced cycling, you know, uh, and I rode up to the toppest place that it could be rolled. <laughs> oh, you great. Know, that has, I went to the top. Uh, has Brazil any high mountain? Uh, the highest mountain here is not that high. Uh, I think the highest mountain here in, in Brazil is Pico da, in Espírito Santo, Pico da Bandeira. It's called like uh, the flag peak, you know. Uh, my wife has been to the top 
of Pico da Bandeira. Let me see if I can get a picture from the top to show you guys. But there are like many, many, many incredible places. Let's see here. Oh, found a good one. It even looks like my wife's picture. <laughs> Let me get here. Uh, where is it? Here. This is one image. People usually climb the, the, this peak during the night to watch the sunrise there. Oh, okay. And this is the place. It's very, it's very tall, very high, sorry. Oh. It's above the clouds, so I guess it must yeah, be. Yeah, it is. Ah, yeah. I would say, I think it's, I don't know, two or three kilometers high. Oh. In comparison with other mountains, that doesn't sound like it's really high, but, you know. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not really. Bra but actually, um, I guess... Uh, Brazil has a very Brazil very ha, uh, in Brazil our geography let's say our formation is a very old place that, yeah, that's why we great. don't have uh, like tall mountains or places like for example the Everest as it is a new formation is still getting higher you know and in terms of geography, Brazil has a very old territory. It's a very old. It's very. Uh, it already suffered a lot with natural uh, changes and natural disasters. And it also because we are in the middle of a tectonic plate in South America. We don't have like volcanoes. <clears throat> we don't have like earthquakes. Like it's very rare to have any shaking around Brazil. You know. Because oh, the the, the nearest the nearest border of a, a tectonic plate is in Chile. It's like the other side of South America. Okay. One thing that I really wanted to know about is about the history of Brazil. You know, I was I was just reading something online and I found that um, the tribes there, like, uh, and please correct me, I might be wrong, uh, the Incas. No, All Incas right. is not in Brazil. Well, in Indians, in Indies, something like that. I don't know. The, the, uh, there Incas, were there are Incas, some tribes there. Incas in the it's in Peru actually. Uh huh. Incas were in Peru, I think, south of Colombia and Bolivia as well, but not in Brazil. So and in the Brazil, Mayas in Mexico. Mayas is in Mexico, like way far from us. So no, no tribes in, in your area, like in, in Brazil? Uh, not that we don't have tribes, but we didn't have something that we could consider civilization. We didn't. Oh, so no civilization? We just had like, no, no, we didn't have, like, we had only like local tribes, uh, small things, nothing that we could consider a civilization. But uh, after Brazil started being colonized, when the Portuguese came and they bring uh, the the priests and so on, they had they created a language. So, just to reinforce, uh, Esperanto is not the only artificial language ever created. They created a language here in Brazil called Yengatu, which kind of mixes all the most important. Uh, language, sounds, vocab, grammar aspects of all major languages spoken by the native Indians here. Oh, oh. so in the, uh, what was the name of the language again? 
Yangatu. Yangatu. Okay. And uh, what what are the major languages that most people speak in Brazil? I know no, one is Portuguese. We... No, it's Portuguese. We speak Portuguese. Okay, it's it's Portuguese. And uh, how would you say, like, uh, the majority of people in Brazil can they speak English, or is it like when you get there, you you usually find yourself troubled finding someone who could speak English? Well, here we could say that you're going to find yourself F words big time if you come here and don't speak anything in Portuguese. <laughs> to be honest, and it's so fun and I get so frustrated because I've been an English teacher for like 15 years by now and it's so frustrating to see that only 3% of Brazilian population really speak English. Wow. So that, that's and we are like... Uh, shocking. Man, we that's are like... like yeah, we are like 220 million people by now in Brazil. And only 3% like of us. 6, 7 million. Yeah. 6, and, 7 million people. And related to the government and, you know, the, the whatever the regulation, the whatever the decisions the government made, or, or is it a part of your culture that, you know, people are not that much open to the, to the international societies? Uh, to be honest, uh, Ali and Raza, to be honest, is a little of both, but in terms of our culture, is not exactly what is said. Uh, indeed, Brazil, historically speaking, Brazil, Brazilian governments never really cared about education. And this, that's, that's why it, it is one of the reasons that I dropped teaching in schools. You know, I, okay. to be honest, I just got tired of trying to teach. Now you got your, you know, private, your private students or are you teaching language schools? No, I, I teach in a language school and I opened my own language school like three months ago. Ah, so, congratulations, so, man. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm working both schools, the language school that I work with, that I work uh -huh. for and my own language school that I opened three months ago. And How's it been going so far? Yeah, it's getting good. It's getting good. It, we, are, we are in a pandemic. Many people lost their jobs. So uh, opening a business and getting people buying and consuming what you have to sell in a pandemic situation, I think itself it's already a victory. You know, it's something to celebrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do agree and, and for example, and I just, like I said, I got tired of teaching in schools because historically speaking, people, uh, Brazilian government never cared about school. And here, because our culture is the type of culture that we are immediate people. So, for example, I want to study English with you, teacher. Okay, so if in a month I don't speak, I quit. That's how people are here oh that sounds familiar people are from my country yes. well exactly the same the same story around everywhere i guess you know because wanna you know because people really want to be efficient with their time and there's so many of those teachers out there that they sell lies to the students that okay if you come to my classes then you can speak english in two months you know what i yeah. mean that, that's one of the major problems here, that there are so many fake motherfucker teachers that they only sell lies to students. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, that's yeah, true. I, 
there is a teacher here which is actually a kind of celebrity. He's got more than two million, around three million followers on Instagram, and he uh, he claims uh, that you can speak English in ten days. I th I think I th I think I saw this asshole. I think I saw him. You know, and this guy is like, you know, my, my students come to me, you know, when, you know, like, for example, and student just uh, calls another student, okay, da, 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 and, you know, when they call me, they say, okay, how long does it take to study and learn English? And when I tell them, like, it takes more than 700 hours, you know, it's, it's something like a year or two years to get to yeah. the B1 level, to get to the B1 level, so you are not still fluent. They, they, they run away, you know, <laughs> they just run away. No, once, once a person like, oh, uh, I saw this guy, he said that he spoke like, he spoke like seven languages and he can teach English. You can learn English like in, in 10 or 12 days. I play, okay, I pay for you. If in 10 or 12 days you are not fluent as I am, you're going to pay me back double time. Yeah. Agreed? Oh. And you know, ah, come on. Kiss my ass, man. No, I Bruno, I'm so glad that we got to this, you know, we got to this point that we were talking about this kind of stuff because, um, um, you see this guy here, Reza, he's a computer genius, honestly. And, uh, Thank you. I'm a teacher Thanks. myself. You know, I've been teaching for almost seven years. And uh, I've noticed something in my classes that, you know, no matter how, how many years your students study English, they never get to the point to be able to communicate freely without the fear of being uh, embarrassed or whatsoever, to be freely able to communicate with people of the other countries. And, you know, this is the ultimate goal of learning a language to be able to communicate. And what is missing, not only in my classes, but I found that, which is, you know, like huge in many other countries, is that uh -huh. students only speak with the same person that has the first language as theirs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a Brazilian is communicating with another Brazilian. What's the point? You have your own language. You're te technically, in, you know, in terms of uh, like the, the necessity you can, of a language. You can make the mistake because of your first language interfering in your second language. Uh -huh. And, and the they other can person still understand because it's exactly. far Exactly. It. That's what I'm talking about, my man. That's, I'm so glad that you have the same mindset. You see... And that's what ha what happens. Even in even C one students, even C one um, students, you know, they never know. get they never get to the point to be yeah. able to communicate. And uh, what? Go on. No, no. I was thinking because uh, I, as you can see, I get so like <laughs> Jesus. Uh, here in Brazil, uh, something that happens. It's exactly exactly like it seems that you been here and studied the people who <laughs> want to speak English here. Uh, exactly like that. Uh, something that I've noticed and I talk to my students like, man, this is so stupid. You know, you come like you want to speak English and you pay the course, you study. Some people really dedicated. I cannot say they are not. I have students who are really dedicated 
and it's something that I find like amazing to see. We, what we call you as a teacher may see in books like the ideal student, and and they are not afraid of trying. They just try. The ideal student, the person just try. He goes there and he speaks. If he goes right, good. If he does, if he goes wrong, okay. What did I do wrong? Okay, like this. Okay, now I got it. Let's try again. And he goes. That's how it does. The ones who doesn't have this mindset of trying, they... Okay, man. So, what did you... What, what are you thinking about this? Uh, the, 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 the pandemic is going on and people are reopening bars, reopening schools, reopening shopping centers. And I have to speak English. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like a retarded, you know, like I have to speak English, you know, like a retarded. Exactly. And they like, they don't want to try. They don't want to put themselves. But if the same person sees an American or British or a person from, from Israel, America. Iran, somebody from Someone another country from come America, to Brazil. Information gap. And you they know come what? to Brazil and they call and they get to this person speaking Portuguese and say, Como você está? Oh, that's so nice! He's speaking Portuguese! Like, what the fuck? No. Shit, man. Really? Really? Are you serious now? Exactly. No. So what's the problem to do the same in English? And it's because I'm embarrassed, you know, like... <laughs> Bruno, I, you know exactly this. And you know, this, 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 the same shit happens here. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm not sure. I might be wrong, but tell you what? I guess it's the same all around the world. It and, seems and, that. I shit you not. This is this is something that I've noticed. I've talked to friends from Russia, from Colombia, from Turkey. You name it. People from everywhere. And the same shit happens everywhere. And you know why is that? I guess because there is no inf there is no gap between those students. You know what I mean? They've never, they never, you know, been in. They've never been to a situation in a situation which you know they the only available option to be able to communicate is English. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you were talking, like I, I had, a, I had a student. She came to me, and you know, she said, "Okay, teacher, let's talk about the pandemic." And she started asking uh, the other, you know, fellow classmates, "Okay, how's how's the pandemic going in your country?" And I was like, "Jesus, Lord, you all live in the same country. You all know how's the <laughs> pandemic going." Yeah, the pandemic is the same everywhere. Stay home, wear the mask, don't get out with no necessity. You know What's what I mean? Exactly, but. Let me tell you something. I've said all these things to tell you uh, about an idea. And uh, we haven't actually uh, formed the whole thing, but we are working on it. You know, Reza is working on, on, the, on the technical aspects of the idea, and I'm working on the teaching ideas. What we've thought is that um, what if we could manage a classroom and uh, have have students from all over the world, all around the world. So imagine a class. It doesn't need to be like 20 students, maybe just two students, three students, four students. I don't know. But it doesn't need to be like a crowded uh, garbage class. Um, what we thought is that, OK, so in this class, 
What if an Iranian and a Brazilian communicate each other and the teacher, like for example from Brazil or from Iran, manages the class? What happens is that the students will find themselves challenged enough and motivated enough, you know, surprisingly, you know, you should try it, to learn English and taking, take their, their English to the next level. You know what I mean? I've tried it and I got great results. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, we actually, we are in Reza actually, is finding great teachers on Instagram and, you know, on social media to join the community. So we have, uh, we have teachers from Russia, Colombia, um, Germany, those kind of countries. And we are asking uh, for more. You know, we are talking, we are holding conversations, we are holding meetings with people from all around the world to get their attention. And, uh, you know, this is something that would also benefit the teachers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. imagine you could connect your students to the international communities, to, to students from other countries. Then, to their eyes, you would look like a professional international teacher. So, um, I just wanted to know that, uh, what you think? What do you think about this? Well, uh, uh, for example, this, I've seen a sitcom in the situation. Uh, English school in London teaching English for foreigners and you have Spanish, Italian, French, uh, people from Ranjavi and other places all in the same room and learning mm -hmm. English together. Very interesting to see. Funny as like you can really laugh your ass out of your body because it's freaking funny. But also, I, we, uh, the school that I work for, it's, I even got the material here, it's called Wise Up, and we teach multi-level classes, you know? Yeah. So we teach, in a mixed group, teachers who, which are basic students, intermediate students, and advanced students, all in the same class, all with the same material. You know, Isn't that a little bit fucked up? Not really. It's pretty fun. You know, it's really interesting to see it because they have the same class preparation in terms of uh, uh, language. No, not even, no, sorry, uh, professional lesson development plan. video, lesson plans, basically the same. Of course, different language videos access. And the activities, they are combined. They can be same level, mixed level, nearby level, individual. And it's really interesting because it forces the students to try to communicate, overcome communication difficulties and problems and barriers in order to exactly. communicate with higher level students, you know. And also the higher level students has also to overcome these barriers to communicate with a lower level students because he doesn't understand everything. Exactly. They, sh they should be able to make themselves understood because, hey, you are learning English. Not everyone's around the world is supposed to know English. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and this is something that I all talk to my students like, man, you need to understand. That's why my school, my school is called Best English. And... The first, the, the, the first uh, course that I'm selling and I'm providing, I have already four groups in this course, in this specific course. It's about a listening speaking course. You know, I provide tools, I provide uh, tools and ways for the students who can get better listening comprehension, better speaking abilities, and so on. Why? Because when the guy gets a plane 
and goes from the country, there won't be any subtitles. People exactly. won't speak slow like the class. And I'll tell you something. One thing I've noticed is that, you know, some people are just, they're dying that, okay, I should learn the native accents, like as uh, known, like, you know, the British accent, the American accent, the Aussie accent, all, you know, you name it. But one thing that I've noticed is that, okay, you only learn, you only hear those accents if you travel to that country. So basically, if someone from Iran is trying to travel to Brazil, the odds are you won't hear a native. There is probably it, some guy from Brazil speaking in English, so you won't yeah. be able to understand the Brazilian accent because what exactly. you've done so far is that you focused all your, your all your energy only on the native accents. But well, this is this is something. Accent. This Go is on. something because where where you can how can you learn to speak exactly like a native in two ways? First, you're born in the country. Or you pick Second. up the language as when you were a kid. Exactly. Second, move to the country as you, uh, when you were a kid before you start speaking and re be raised there. That's why. That's how. Exactly. You're not going to be way different. You know? Yeah. You see, this is something that a lot of people are going crazy these days. That, okay, I want to learn that, that accent. Okay, where do you want to travel? I want to travel to Brazil. Dude, you don't need to learn British accent if you want to travel to Brazil. True. You need to get familiar with the Brazilian accent. You know, no, in terms and, of... and the funny things like, uh, for example, the people that I know that I speak English, it's funny because like I told you, we only 3% of Brazilian really speak English, like speak English. Uh, and among these people, we have the teachers, professors, we have the, how can I say, uh, artists, engineers, politicians, some engineers. Uh, some people that are uh, in higher chains of command in many different companies and so on. But if you go like to, I don't know, ordinary people, you know, like uh, school students, college students and so on, you're not going to see many people who really can speak English. You know, of course, let's not, uh, uh, let's not forget that there are many people who are studying. They are in the process of become fluent and so on. They are shaping language, shaping pronunciation, shaping a lot of things. But you don't see like, uh, if you, I can get out of here in my house now and just scream out loud, hey, does anybody here speak English? I tell you that's like throwing a bomb because everybody runs away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like throwing a bomb because everybody will, just run okay. away, you know, like. Okay, are, are, are people willing to learn English? That, that's really an important question. Like, people in Brazil, how enthusiastic are they in terms of learning a language and, you know, to join the international communities? Uh, you know, that's the point, because education in Brazil is something recent. You know, although Brazil is an old country, five hundred and something years of by now, officially speaking, 520. Uh, but education is something recent in Brazil. Okay. You know, if I go back to my grandpa's times, my grandpa barely finished elementary school. How are the new you generation? Know? The new generation, are they willing to learn English? They are willing to, to enroll. 
something is I, I want to learn like, okay, I will enroll in a school. Let's see how it goes. The other thing like, as my mom used to say, sit your, sit your ass down and open a book and study. This is another point. Uh. This is something else. And this second part is not what usually happens. People, they just don't want to study that hard. If it's too much work, they don't want to do it. How many people I've known that started language courses like, I don't know, all of like four, five, six times? You know, I know people that are being enrolling in English schools the same time that I speak English. Okay. You know, yes. And they never get to the point that they could actually speak English fluently, did they? No, because it's just too much work for them. Okay. Um, it's just too much I, work. I guess it's too much work, but um, you know what? I, I found something that, you know, the more people learn about the language, the more passionate they become. And cool. if they are not passionate enough, it means that th there is still at the like, like the basic level, like elementary, like A1 or A2. You know, but as long as, you know, the, the moment they get to the point that they can make a meaningful conversation with a foreigner and they can understand and can make themselves understood, what happens is that they, like, even, like, before that conversation, if they spend, like, one hour a week, they're going to make it, like, w 10 hours a week. You know what I mean? The, the process will mm -hmm. just increase up. And, um... What what I'm what I'm you know what I'm trying to say is that Bruno, um, I guess what's missing in most English courses is that students don't actually see the point in learning a language. What's missing is that okay, I can communicate with my partner in my own language. What the fuck do I need to learn English for? <laughs> It's, they don't they don't see they don't see why they can't communicate they they should learn a language That's because they saying. because they don't they don't think about what they want to become that yeah exactly that's one thing but maybe what what if what if we give them a reason to communicate and and the real communication you know what i mean okay i want to talk about politics when I get to the challenging point, which actually is the like the foundation of moving to the next level, you know, when I get to the challenging part, when when I want to use the grammar, the, the the person perfect grammar that I've just learned, why bother even making it? Like, why why don't I get back to my first language and make myself understood, and then I make the basic sentences in English? Yeah, it's it's the point. For example, uh, uh. Let me let me get, let me sh let me tell you what has, sometimes what happened to me. Sometimes I used to I don't know uh, get get some songs to play in the class to try to you know like get something from the students' universe English language see that how it's working together how they can take benefits of listening to a song and so on mm -hmm. how. Yeah they can uh, profit from that. And 
most of the times what I listen from the students is, I don't know why should I study that if I like the band, I like the artist, but I can take the lyrics online. Yeah. I can take they, the lyrics they don't online. See, they don't see the reason. That I guess that's the main reason. You know. And and I and sometimes I ask the students, like uh, for example, I talk to uh, high school students. So uh, here we have like something called NA. It's the high school national exam, which is the entrance exam for the university. Universities, no. okay. And yeah. I talk to them. Okay, so what what do you want to take in college? What do you want to take in university? What do you want to become? I want to become a doctor. Oh, okay. Do you know where is the high the biggest Congress of uh, medical school in the world. It's in Chicago. It's yeah. the biggest medical concert uh, Congress in the world. Ah, uh, but I don't want I don't want to go to Chicago for a Congress. I can check everything I'm studying here. And one of them like, oh, I wanna I wanna be an engineer. Like, okay, do you know any high level engineer who doesn't speak English? Yes, I don't want to be I a high-level engineer. I just, I just want to pay my bills. The point, the point is that they don't dream big. Great. They are told that. I don't know where the hell they learned that. That life is easy. <laughs> you know why? Because. How about the adult students? How about the adult students? The adult students, they, uh, for example, I would say like uh, the, the the new generation of adult students, and I would consider my age because I am an adult person in the new generation of adults to adult Brazilians. Uh, most of them, they are getting real now. Most of them are just starting to get Good. real. Good. That's all I needed to hear because I myself, I teach adults. And you know, kids and you know, high school, like the, the the ninth graders, those are like difficult to deal with. I know, I totally understand. And uh, it's not something in Brazil, you know. In general, kids don't dream big. No, you know what I mean? They don't. And it's so freaking difficult to motivate them that hey, dude, listen, life's not gonna be as easy as you think. One day it's gonna <laughs> hit you in the face, punch you in your like fucking mouth. And you yep. need to stand up. And one way to do so is to be able to communicate. Yeah. You know That's what I true. mean? If, if, if you need something, if you need to be able to find answers on YouTube. You know what I mean? And, and you know that YouTube is like one of the greatest ways to learn anything, honestly. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, um, true. And, you know, the students are like, oh, what is YouTube? I, I, I don't want to learn something. And I, I'm like, dude, <laughs> listen, one day, you're going to thank me because I forced you to watch YouTube videos in English. Yeah. Uh, about the adults. So let, let, let's focus on the adult part. You said that they are getting serious, which is a good sign, which is a good thing to know. Because also here, adults are getting serious. And, uh, you know, I've told my students that what if you're not partnered with uh, someone who knows your first language? What if you're partnered what if you have a partner from another country and then instead of explaining Iranian culture to another Iranian, you explain and have a discussion about your culture with someone who doesn't actually know your culture? Yeah. No, and this, this is something that I find very interesting because what I notice about many of them, 
they are curious about culture. They are curious. If you and un, exactly uh, and, and and sadly, sadly, there are a lot of preconcepts about many different cultures. You know, yeah. And I am truly sorry to say that what is the image that Brazilian people have of Iran? What is it? Sat war. <laughs> Really? Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. You know, I hear the same shit we, all the we, time. We, Brazilian people, what they say about Iran, Israel, the Middle East as a whole. Yeah. War, okay. genocide, terrorism, you know. If I tell like, oh, I, have a, I, I will have a live interview today with two guys from Iran who are shooting a podcast about English. Oh, they are from the, 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 the Islamic State. Be careful. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> this is what hey, I, I listen, you know. I totally feel like I feel you with every single cell in my body. You know, one thing about one thing that I've noticed is that, you know, people, the, the, the misconceptions around the world is just freaking crazy. You know what I mean? And, you know, this is funny because although the, the media, the media's job is to inform people. It's just making it worse. You know what I True. mean? Like yeah. The, yeah. the real people do not communicate and they're just listening to some bullshit from uh, whatever the, the media they are listening to. You know what I mean? And I found True. it really interesting. If, if real people communicate with each other, they're going to find, I mean, they're going to find a good reason, a motivation something to spend more time on English. Why? Because, oh, wow, I didn't know that people in Brazil actually uh, do that, da, 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 da. I didn't know that Brazilian culture is so similar to our culture. You know what I mean? And because this is something authentic, this is not fake, people are going to fall in love with it. Yeah. And all I'm asking is, you know, um, would you like... And this is basically uh, your feeling. I'm, 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 all I'm asking is like how you feel about the idea, okay? Mm -hmm. Would you, would you like to join the community and you and your students and have and hold like classes? I told you not like two hundred students with two hundreds, like two three students from Brazil, two and three students from Iran, and you know. Like two sessions, they 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 discuss the the cultural differences. What whatsoever, you know. We are English teachers. You can always come up with new ideas to run the class. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going to be that big of a deal. So, like for example, and then the next day, like for example, they had a conversation with Iranians, and the next time they're going to have a conversation with Russians, and the next day they're going to have a conversation with people in Germany. So we are making, we are creating a community of all people with like. I don't know, like all around the world. And mm -hmm. um, I'm asking you, Bruno, uh, in the most respectful manners, um, any, anything that you would like to add to the idea? What is your honest opinion about it? Would you like to join? No, I, it's a great idea, to be honest. It is a great idea. Thank it's you. something that uh, I would gladly take it, of course. It's something that even calls my attention because uh, this year, 2020 is how can I say it was a turning point for me. Exactly, this is a, this was is a, a game changer, man. This year is a was, game changer. It was a turning point for me because I 
my, my professional life changed radically in the turn of the year. When 1920 was over, 1920, uh, 2020 started, and I found myself unemployed and I had to start all over again. And then the pandemic came and I, I take a long shot open in my own school online. And it's a full online school. And, uh, and I'm like, how can I say? I'm just doing. Yeah, I'm just doing, you know. I'm the type of person that uh, I, I take a shot, I try, I make a mistake, I learn, and I try again until things get right. You know, awesome. I'm, this, awesome. I'm this kind of person, like learning by doing. And, um, and I find this idea, and when I started my school, I, I realized that, man, my English is rusted, you know, like, I was, man, I'm totally rusted because I saw, I realized that I've been speaking English, but I would call it like classroom English, you know? Yeah. I noticed that I haven't been talking about other topics, like, uh, if a person talks to me about, I don't know, politics. Religion. Yeah, religion. I talk about religion. And, and so on. Stuff. Yeah. And... I started, I, I, I realized, well, man, I, read, I need to go back to study. I need to start studying again, you know. And what was the best way for me to start study? I'm the type of person who does things because of an objective. I don't do because I want to do, you know. Oh, study English. What for? No, because you need to, to study. No, that's not a reason for me. Exactly. For me, that's not a reason. So I decided to study open my own school, to set up my own school. And I would need to write a lot of things, a lot of material. And that would make me start studying all over again. You know, and that's what I have been doing. I have been reading something. I have been listening a lot. I have been, because of my, because of my best listening course that I have to improve listening, improve speaking from my students, I have been doing it to myself. I never... I never sent, I never sent a class before doing it myself, you know, to understand how hard that can be for my students. So that is making me listen, speaking, read, and write all over again, you know. And something that I haven't told you, we are speaking for like an hour by now, and okay. I haven't, I haven't told you, I have never been abroad. You've never been abroad. Never been abroad. Everything that okay. I've learned, everything that I've known, everything that I have studied and practiced, and all of it was done here. Self-study or you had a teacher or something? No, I, I've been to a language course. I have been to a language school. I've been to college because I am graduated in English language to be a teacher, which okay. is way and just to clarify, uh, the, 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 the English language course to become a teacher as a college university teaches you more about how to teach than the language than itself. the language itself, exactly. Yeah. You that's, need that's to get there yeah. knowing a lot of the language. 
exactly something that's missing here. You know, the teachers are not able to speak English that fluently, yet they know the techniques. Man, I mean, listen, yeah. what the fuck? The input that you're actually giving your students is not well structured enough. And then you're talking about the techniques. What the hell? First, get, get it right yourself and then try to teach it to students. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're teaching yeah. a structure which you are struggling to make, to form yourself, then how would you expect your students to do so? You know what I mean? And, um, I, I, you know, let me tell you something. For someone who hasn't been abroad, I must say that um, your English to me sounds really, really nice, man. Really well Thank structured you. and uh, great. Good job, Thank Bruno. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I struggled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through well. You have no idea what I've been through. Um, and I would do it all over again, be sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me tell you something. And also we have Reza here, who's he's really a computer genius. You know, he has designed a website which looks really awesome. And um, as I said, this idea is not all, only about communicating people from all around the world. It's also a better way, as you mentioned, 2020 is a turning point. A lot of teachers, you know, they have lost their jobs. They are not able to teach online. And this is gonna be like, like, like a money-making idea for everyone who participates. You know what I mean? Like, as you mentioned, you, you, you opened the school, right? Yeah. All your students, uh, like, tell me, how many students do you have from abroad? From abroad, none. All of them are Brazilian. All of them are Brazilian. So what if I tell you that uh, you could take it to the next level and make it an international school? I would say that's a goal. That's a goal. So... I guess we could be able to help each other out because you got the students from Brazil, you know, they're yeah. willing to learn. And, um, you know, we got the students from mostly uh, Iran, Russia, Turkey, say, uh, where else do we have students from Reza? Mm, we have South of America, Colombia, yes. Yeah, and some, you know, some, some states in USA. South yes, east, southeast of USA, Tennessee, and and something like this. So I guess it's gonna be it's gonna be a great boost to just join forces and you know just come just connect the students together. And let me tell you something about the city. The, the the idea which I guess you you haven't noticed is that not students are not connected without a teacher. So a teacher mm -hmm. is always presented in the class. You know, like. It's the bound, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly, because, you know, the, the, those students are not probably fluent enough to keep the conversation going, so they need the concept, they need the guides, the instructions to do well. And um, one thing that I've noticed is that students learn English much better this way. Honestly, you should, you should try it. You should try it, because they really see a reason to, uh, to speak English, and they get motivated a lot more. One thing that I've noticed is that they are also willing to pay more. Mm -hmm. They are willing to pay more for these. Exactly. Uh, something, something that uh, I've noticed is, um, sadly, it's not exactly the case 
here, but people who are really, really willing for it, they are more worried about having good product, good quality, good classes, and then they will do the math if it will be too much for the budget or not. You know, uh, here, that's why something that, that's, this, that's why this online thing will be a big hit, you know, because I don't need, I don't need to have exactly a place. To rent a place. Well, you don't need to I rent need a place. A, I don't need to rent a place. I don't need to buy a place. I just need a corner of my house. I need a corner. Where and I can lap. put, for example, a board that. Uh, no, to be honest, let me show you something here. Let me unplug it. Uh, this is. See here, I'm. I'm the computer that I use here, and this all the shit that I use for. <laughs> everything is here. <laughs> you know, but I don't need. I don't need to rent a place and so on. And I connect people. I can connect people from all over the place all over the country, all over from different countries. For example, although I live here in, in Espírito Santo, I have students from Rio, I have students from Sao Paulo, you know, I have people from other states, which if I had a physical school, I would you need to focus to. on students who are here physically, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, that's why something that uh, this idea of your like to join the community uh, something that, of course, calls my attention, like catch my eye and so on. I'm just, I have to confess that I'm just worried not to have the time to have this commitment with you. You that's need to run my, the classes? Yeah, that's my biggest concern about time. Uh, because well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, even if you can't communicate to the classes, it's fine. It's totally fine. Let me tell you why. Because I myself, I'm like you. You know, I have I have uh, students from all over the place, but mostly they're from Iran. What I'm saying here is that you don't need not like I mean, not necessarily, but it would be just great. You know, not necessarily you should be the teacher. Like, let me tell you, I have like 20 students. I have 20 students here in Iran. And I won't have the time to just participate in each class. But what I do is that I, like for example, I talk to a Russian teacher and my student joins that class. Mm -hmm. My student wouldn't be able to speak Russian. So the only way that he or she can communicate is through English. English. The Russian student, however, you know, the teacher won't speak Russian because, you know, English teachers are not allowed to speak in the first language. If if the Russian students speaks in Russian, the, the Iranian student won't be able to understand. Even if they even if they don't listen to the teacher, then right. they can't communicate. But we need a teacher there. And I told you, don't worry about that. We got teachers. I have so many friends that are willing to join the community. We just need to get us started, I need you to tell me that you have a students, and you know I'll give the I'll give you the profile. So, for example, I have a student. She's interested in da 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 da. She likes da 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 da. You know, 
I just want your confirmation that, okay, I'm going to join my students and myself to the community, but I don't have the time to attend the classes. That's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. At the same time, you can even earn more money because you're joining your students to the community. You know what I mean? Like you I can charge it. them. You can charge them because you're giving something unique. You're connecting them to the like to the to the world honestly mm -hmm. but if you don't have the time fine another teacher can go and attend the class you know okay. what I mean? it, it doesn't need yeah. to be it doesn't need to be bruno but if you were bruno that would make you look really professional in your in your students opinion you know what i mean no, they would say, I okay. got one, man. Yeah, you know, the, the Bruno has a students from Russia. Wow, the guy is, has a students from, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, <laughs> this guy has a students from all around the world. He must be a thing, you know? That, yeah, that's no, why I I'm saying that, you know, I... that would be nice, you know, because your English is really awesome. You know, I've talked to so many Brazilians and we never got to one hour conversation, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, ah, okay, now, uh, okay, now I'm starting to flush my head here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting flush blushed here because okay now you make me embarrassed. <laughs> uh, I always stick this shit. I'm not trying to shoot. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. No, like I said, I'm 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 really interested. I feel that I feel that's going to be a great idea. It's a great idea. It's going to be something great for everybody. Of course. Uh, okay. For example, okay. Uh, let's do it. Let's see how. How can I join in? Like, uh, how can I try to be part of it? And how can I help a lot uh, and also bring all my students and gain maybe also gain my students as well? Maybe somebody that could be interested in something that I have to offer besides exactly. the, the community, you know? Exactly. So um, I'm, I'm so glad that you uh, you confirmed that you're going to join. You know, uh, the rest of the technical terms goes to Reza. I, I don't yes. know. Any, we'll let the you only know. thing I know about the computer is how to open a Skype. That's yeah, all I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> but also, I need, I, know. I need to I need also need to talk to my partner because I have a partner. Sure, right. sure. I, I believe that you can you can uh, you are persuasive in my eyes. So you can. I guess you can convince your your partner pretty much easily. I can. But I again, need to talk uh, to my, my partner is from Pernambuco. <laughs> it's like two thousand kilometers away from here. <laughs> Dude, oh you God. yourself, I, you know, I've, I've already told you, you're a whole package yourself. You're a whole <laughs> international community. You know what I mean. <laughs> She, uh, my partner is from Pernambuco. She's like two thousand kilometers from here. We are. She joined the the my school on the way, you know, and we this week we're going to start writing the third course because we have one that the the, the listening one that I'm writing and teaching it. The second one I'm writing myself, and the third one we're going to start to write together. And besides that, I have all the 15 classes that I have to teach during the week. <laughs> that, that's a lot right. of work, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Reza, please tell us more about the, the, the things, you know, um, the, the website and everything. 
Yes, in fact, at the first step, uh, we are trying to make the site available for teachers at the first. Um, maybe maybe we want to get them scheduled for, for the class in the week. But at the next level, we would want to also provide some facilities for students to, to see the teachers, to see the other students and kind of this. Uh, but we need uh, some some we need to start to see how it's going on. You know, uh, we maybe maybe in the next month we launch the, our website and start to some couple of class through through the website i think mm -hmm. yeah that's it okay all right yeah uh i'm i'm also like ali i'm not a big guy in terms of computer and anything like i know how to turn on the skype i know how to turn on zoom <laughs> and some things but <laughs> but it's going to work out that we will manage relax we will manage <laughs> Great. I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, in so, like, let me wrap it up. So, in in uh, like in English, not in in computer science. So, Reza, English, please. We we don't know. We don't know computer. <laughs> uh, so basically, in simple words, it's a website that teachers and students can log in, and there is the the calendar. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. You, you can give time. Teachers can give time like whenever they want. And because it's something international, like it can run, it can be like, I don't know, we, we, we can have running classes like 24 seven. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's, the, that's a huge point. Let, let me tell you something. This is gonna make, make a difference because it, it's gonna be available, you know, through the day. And that's something unique. Um, so students and the teachers can log in, but they have different profiles. The students uh, are, you know, they're like they have a profile. Like they're gonna, you know, the teachers gonna know about their level, whatever they need to know, okay? And the teachers sure. give their time, like like a time shift. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna join the community at this time, that time, and on you know Friday, Monday, da 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 da, whatever. And what happens is that okay, so we have one student available on Monday from Iran, and we have another student available from. I don't know, another place at the same time. Got it? And we have a teacher. What happens is that it automatically suggests that, okay, these two are at the same level and they can, you know, be matched together. And, uh, you know, in addition to what I just said is that it's going to be like a course. It's mm -hmm. going to be like a course. So, for example, five sessions, you're going to have uh, a conversation with a foreigner and five sessions, you're gonna uh, learn the language. For example, okay, next session, we're gonna, for example, Bruno, um, next session, we're gonna talk about the culture. Now, mm -hmm. one session, you and me, like, for example, I'm your student, you're gonna teach me about the culture, how to express my culture. Next session, you're gonna have a conversation with someone else. Got it? So we prepare them for the discussion. It's not just mm -hmm. like open the class and discuss the topic. No, it's not going <laughs> to guys, let's talk about each other cultures. You know, the students are not that student. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's educational. And at the same time, it's going to be like fun and 
like really effective. Practical. Practical English. They, they learn the practical English. So Bruno taught me, you know, he taught me how to speak about my culture, but I never speak about my culture. <laughs> this is what happens in most language schools. And please, please correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, I agree with you because uh, yes. especially especially in a huge country like Brazil, it's we don't it's have like culture. A, we don't have like a culture. We have so many different things that we can call regional cultures here. You know? Okay, so you see, this is gonna be this is gonna be something like okay, you teach me about the topic. Next session, I'm gonna use what you said. Mm -hmm. So it's not gonna stay here. It's gonna get to the activation point. Now I'm able to open my mouth and express what Bruno told me. Right. Got it? And yeah. know, what happens is that, you know, they get to the point that, okay, maybe, uh, maybe this is a better way than going to like physical language schools. You know what I mean? No, yeah, because uh, also something that happens a lot, for example, uh, when you get to the point uh, you're teaching in a physical school, especially the, one of the last ones that I've taught, it, it, it was a multi-level school and the teacher who teaches a multi-level school, he can take over like the biggest number of classes as possible because it doesn't need many teachers, just not required, you know. And what happens is that you teach the same group of students for like a year. Oh, wow. You teach the same group of students. For example, I taught the same group of students for two years straight. Wow. That, that, you know? Didn't you get sick of the faces? Like, I mean, Jesus, I don't want to <laughs> see your face again. Some of them, to be honest, some of them, I really, I really got sick of them. But uh, most of them I didn't because we got along really nice. You know, that, we yeah. did have a good, we did had a good uh, conviviality, you know. Uh, we used to, for example, sometimes once in a month after the class, we used to go out to the pub, drink a beer and talk shit, you know. And once to my, at my birthday party, uh, they prepared a surprise and they took me <laughs> to a rock and roll bar and we drank a lot and so on. And we had this, like in Brazil, this is very common. Brazilian people, Brazilian people are like this. It's not something that, oh, you're going out with your students to the bars. Yes, I'm an adult. They are adults. We get along. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is something not? that we do. This is something that we do a lot here in Brazil. But, on the, but also, both students and teachers they just don't go out with anybody and like any students they observe if that student is mature enough has its head in the right place to go out to the bar sit down have a beer and so on you know yeah and not like oh he's nice go okay let's go no not that <laughs> right <laughs> it took me a while to get to this type of uh this type of relationship with my, my students from the, that school that I worked for. For example, I live close to the beach, you know, like two blocks away. And this group of students of mine, every Sunday they used to play volleyball at the beach. I was there with them, you know. Really? And During yes. Huh? Sorry? 
during pandemic no 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 before pandemic relax yeah. not now <laughs> before the pandemic and for example and when we took pictures around like of playing volleyball the teacher and the students so on the school posted in their official instagram the picture you know and they made a slogan like uh, the name of the school is number one and they say this slogan like the slogan was like number one from classroom to life you know <laughs> and yeah. and it was nice because when we got when we all of us only the students were together we used to speak english all the time during the volleyball game exactly you see that, that that's a great thing you see that that's a great thing that and you know let me tell you something um not so many teachers are able to do that because you know uh i've seen teachers that the moment they get out of the class they're not able to keep the conversations in english and they you are. know that and that's because the only thing they've learned as you mentioned earlier is that classroom language you know the, yeah. the classroom english you know mm -hmm. okay i can talk about the topics in the book what what if my students ask me about i don't know some other shit am i able to make a conversation out of it am i able True. to teach them so and and, and um that's something to to will to i will i be able will i be able to get my students and talk about some topic that is more polemic or some controversial topic will exactly. i be able to carry a conversation like that with them some of this i could say that most teachers don't yeah most teachers most teachers don't because they can't that's that's one thing for sure that's, that's true. one thing for sure uh by the way i i really gotta go in in like two three minutes but um bruno it was Not really also great <laughs> it was it was it yeah. was a pleasure seeing you it's really that. nice to see you to get to know yeah i, I was really I, thanks so much i'm really happy about it i i was trying to find a picture here to show you guys but i i think i've deleted but i can find it here on my instagram page it's one of the pictures that i took with this group of students here that I was talking to you guys, it was it. It's something really nice. I, to be honest, I, we talk until today. Sometimes we, we call each other. Some of them are becoming my students in my own school. They are coming back to me. Yeah, that's great. It's something. It's something nice, you know. Like, um, but I, I have to I have to tell you guys, I was really happy about it. I flattered about this invitation. I hope that I can match the expectations you have on me. Uh, so this is my group of students, the ones I will talk to you about. Oh, fantastic. We are at the bar here. Great. That, that's so nice of you, actually. You know, those students would probably feel, you know, really proud of you, you know, because... No, and I'm, uh, it's funny to see how they are. They are just like that. <laughs> Um, by the way, um, Bruno, it was really, really nice uh, seeing you. You know, I, I, I really learned uh, a lot. And I'm so glad you have the same mindset as ours, you know. And um, I, I believe, I believe that uh, we could help each other out. There are so many things that we could, you know, just uh, teach our students by working together. And I do hope, uh, I, I, you said something about the expectation. We are not expecting much 
you know, I, I'm not trying to, okay, Bruno is my teacher. No, 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 nothing <laughs> like that. It's basically a team. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've talked to other managers like, you're my teacher, you gotta, fuck you. <laughs> if I'm teaching here, if I'm teaching here, it's because I love teaching. Who the hell are you to speak to me like that? Uh, That's true. No, we are not, like, we are open to ideas. If you got, if you got new ideas, like, I don't know, even if you have friends from other countries, feel free to uh, just join them to the community. It's, it's, it's our community. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's basically, the idea is basically to give students a practical way to improve their English. True. And me, at the same time, you know, meanwhile, they, they, they learn about the misconceptions that, fuck it, people are just nice all around the world. You know, the cultural differences and all those kind of stuff. And at the same time, I guess it's going to be a really great idea to make uh, more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, because the, more students, the more students we get, the more students we get, we get to the point that uh, it becomes an international community. Like, like people True. from all around. I mean, literally from all around the world will join. Uh, so we are not expecting much. So don't feel pressure. Don't stress out. Um, we're going to go slow. We're going to go slow. The website isn't ready yet. It's going to mm -hmm. be ready, I guess. Reza, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, right. Maybe, maybe uh, in the following month, I think. In the following month. So okay. we're going we're gonna to keep in touch. By All the way, right. I don't have your, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm going to add you on Instagram. So we're going to keep in touch via Instagram. Is that okay with you? No, but be my guest. Awesome. So, oh um, English is in Roma. my skin right here. <laughs> English is in my skin here. I have two sentences in English here that keeps me remind that reminds me all the time what my goal is to be to be my best. Awesome. That, that's just a great motto. Um, <laughs> if you got any questions, uh, feel free to ask. No, uh, it's just something that I don't know if how it is uh, there, but here in Brazil, we don't communicate much about text messages in terms of uh, the phone text messages. We use much more uh, apps uh, such as WhatsApp and Telegram. Okay, so in case you get a lot of people from Brazil, WhatsApp is number one top list to get in touch with. Okay. Great. So it's the same here, I guess, Reza, right? So no, because I, <laughs> yes. I, I've, I've noticed that some places people don't use much, so... Nah, it's, it's better, totally safe than, better safe than sorry about it. <laughs> Everyone... yeah, in fact, we sold all of our time in Telegram, I think. Yeah, yeah I, use, I personally use WhatsApp. Most of people that I know use WhatsApp as well. And there are a good number of people that also use Telegram too. So in Iran, both uh, both are common, honestly. Okay. WhatsApp and Telegram are both like the the two top mm, applications that people use. So it's it's, yeah. it's fine. It's okay. Uh, okay. We can we can actually switch to WhatsApp if you feel uh, comfortable that way. No, no. In terms of having conversations like this, we're having Skype is the good one because WhatsApp I only have on my phone. So. Squeeze the screen, it's complicated for me. 
Yeah, I totally get you. I totally get you. Um, so I'm not gonna hold you any longer. Uh, Bruno, okay. we'll keep in touch. Uh, feel free if you got any ideas, any questions, just feel free to ask. Reza um, is here to help. He's he's really honestly a genius in terms of technology and all this kind of stuff. And he he all also right. teaches. You know, I I didn't know that he teaches uh, the technology stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, and one nice. day. One day in the class, he said that I also teach myself. And I was like, Jesus, dude, why you haven't told me yet? <laughs> He's a, let's he have a computer teacher. English. Let's have a computer English class. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I don't know about you, Bruno, but that's something I need. Um, guys, have a lovely night here in, in Iran. It's night. It's the night time. Have a lovely yeah, here night. Here is 4.30 p.m. by now. Um, yeah, so have a blissful day and uh, stay safe, bro. Stay safe. You Don't too. go out. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm. Bye-bye. Bye, dude. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.